Hello and welcome to the Just Barely podcast, where this just barely qualifies to be a podcast. My name is Luca Claseri, and with me today is my best friend, Ryan O'Hara. Ryan, how are you today? Hi. <laughs> What's that? I'm, t- I'm scared. I don't know what to say. Dude. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the first ever episode of our of the Just Barely podcast. We're, we're just barely? We're, yeah, we're... Just we're, barely qualified? We're just barely qualified. Because we're fucking a 19 and 20 year old. Can we swear? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's no fucking rules. Fuck! <laughs> I didn't know if you could swear. That's the one thing I probably should ask before we started this, if I could swear. Because oh. I, I, might, I might let it slip a bit. We're oh. sitting in Luca Claseri's basement. Yes, we are. Uh, we're in a circular table with Ron Ron Burgundy. Yeah, there's a cutout of Ron Burgundy in my, uh, in my basement, because why the fuck not? I thought it was Ron Jeremy at first. So that's like I saw it and I was like, "That's Ron." Jer-. No, I was like, I knew that was Ron Burgundy, but I said Ron Jeremy to myself because like those. Why? Like, they sound How the do you same. confuse Ron Jeremy and Ron Burgundy are like the same kind of syllables and rhyme scheme, you know? Sure, sure, I guess. Which actually, I I brings us to my next topic. You know, Ron Jeremy, he <laughs> has like five sexual assault allegations against him now. Yeah, I saw this on Twitter. This is how you want to start off the podcast? Yeah, dude, this is interesting. How many... Like, it's a porn star with sexual assault allegations. Like, okay, that seems kind of backwards to me. I mean, that's a shame if they're, like, actually happen. But, like, that's a, isn't that just, like, fucking backwards to you? Doesn't that just, like, weird you out a bit? Like, a, I'm going to be honest. I have no idea who Ron Jeremy is. You don't know who Ron Jeremy is? No. Oh, my God. He's the literally, like, the most famous porn star ever. I gotta find a picture of him. He looks, he looks like what he a, owns a pizza place. Gosh, this is such a such a great great intro to our to oh, the first yeah. ever episode of our podcast. Ron Jeremy, right there. Look at that. Oh yeah, I've seen, oh yeah. He kind of looks like um, a fucking oh, what's his face? Danny Trejo. <laughs> he kind of does. He kind of <laughs> looks like Danny Trejo if he did a little more uh, cocaine and had a, and had a stroke and. Yeah, I, I, like, but, like, that's, okay, a porn star being accused of sexual assault is, is, like, you being accused of doing your job while you're not at work, okay? Doesn't that, like, make sense to you? That's, like, if sure. I, that's, like, so I, like, I'm a waiter. That's, like, if I fucking set the table at my house, okay? That's, like, the same, isn't that, like, the same logic? Because he, he's, it's like, doing sex things. Well, not getting paid for it. Dude. <laughs> Did that make sense? Sure. That, that might make sense here. Sure. I sure. I'm I'm bound. I think someone is bound to make sense of that. Okay. Ron someone. Jeremy, sex sex uh, offender, confirmed. C- confirmed. Wow, you heard it here first. <laughs> That's uh, fucking breaking news. Okay. Uh-huh. We got exclusive content here. I bet you guys didn't know that Ron Jeremy was actually accused as a sex offender, even though it was trending on Twitter. Well, I did. So I'm I'm glad that you I'm I'm so glad that you told me, Ryan. I'm so fucking glad that I now know this. I'm gonna cough. <coughs> and we're back. We're back. <laughs> we're back. Luca's mom came in. Yeah, my mom opened the door and started talking to Ryan. She's very nice. She's very nice. I like Luca's family a lot. Yeah. That's one first thing to know about the podcast. Luca's family is very nice. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. Luca also informed me that we never actually established what we want this podcast to no, be about. You just went right in on <laughs> talking about how Ron Jeremy's a sex offender. I thought it was like it was the first thing that came to my mind because I was staring at Ron Burgundy wearing a burgundy suit. Is, I was like, oh, Ron Jeremy. See, this is why this just barely qualifies to be a podcast. <laughs> I, I guess it just meets all of the criteria, <laughs> but in a super shitty way. Okay, Luca, you 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 know what you want it to be about. I don't know. Luca put more effort into this than I ever do. Oh. Luca's the one that like has the whole setup and like a list of topics for us. I'm just here to talk and make fun of sex offenders I that know. happen to be porn stars. <laughs> yeah, no. So essentially, like Ryan and I have been talking about doing a podcast for a little bit now mm-hmm. and it's something that i've always wanted to do and i was just like fuck it i'm just gonna buy a microphone and i'm just gonna record it and i talked to ryan about it and he was like yeah let's do it so that was pretty much the exact conversation i think we had it was just like kind of we'll do a podcast and i was like yes and i was like and i was like do you want to be a part of it and he was like yes i was like oh my god i was couldn't contain myself yeah. so essentially what this podcast is gonna be we're just gonna fucking talk about Whatever's going on in our lives, whatever fucking 
interesting little news topics <laughs> interest us and we want to talk about. And that's going to be the extent of the podcast. We might further down the road try and do some some like bits or you know talk, you know, have some sort of like segments or something. I like segments. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> I, I Why'd like, you say it like that? Because I was thinking the whole time. Because I started watching Top Gear recently, the UK version. Oh, it's fucking hilarious, oh, dude! It's, it's one of the so funniest, good. funniest things I've watched in my entire life. There's an episode where they go camping. Have you seen this one in Caravan? Pro- oh, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, I got this as self-defense. They pull out an AK-47. <laughs> it's like, what the That's fuck? Right. What That's the fuck? So right. Dude, and, Top Gear UK version is so fucking good. Dude, and it's they, they so have good. a, like, I was, because I was thinking of, like, all the bits they have of the star in a car. Yeah. And I was like, I, I'm like, fuck, that's, like, so ingenious. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, it's, like, a radio show at that point. It's, like, a talk show at that yeah. point. Because they're like, oh, let's get Michael Gambon and Ewan McGregor and fucking these, all these famous football players and shit. My God. We got to be at that point. We got to be at the point where we can get. Where we can be on Top Gear? No, yeah, actually. I mean, not anymore because it's kind of a dog shit show. The Grand Tour is. Grand Tour is so much. It's like Top Gear, but they decided to hold hold up. We switched off the main people that everyone liked for other people that no one liked. So we're going to bring back the people that that people liked. (laughs) Yeah. And then continue on from this. We're like, we're sorry we made your favorite show shitty. Here's a better show. Here's a better. Here's a show. That you have to pay for now. Yeah, but it's like it's like a it's paid for, but it's also like they dumped a shit ton more money into it. That's so, very true. Cause like they're like, oh, let's go to fucking Brazil and drive Lamborghinis. Lamborghinis across Brazil in a race. That's the entire show. That's and like that. That's all you need. We, have to, exactly. we need Lamborghinis in this show, Luca. When what, how much funding does this podcast get? Not enough. <laughs> it's Not fun, enough. funded by both our bank accounts. It's funded by both of my ba- both of our bank accounts. How much? I I, I got not enough money to pay for college. How much money have I got put in this <laughs> put in this podcast? Okay. Do I? All well, right. What was the topic at hand? I kind of trailed <laughs> off at Top Gear again. Yeah, you just went on. We were just talking about what we wanted the podcast. Oh, to we need we need we need guest segments where you bring people onto the show. That's something yes. we do. If you could yes. bring Ron Jeremy and talk about his sexual assault allegations. I'm sure that the first thing Ron Jeremy wants to do is talk to a 19 and 20 year old from from the northern Illinois area I about, wanna, about his sex offense charges. I, I want to talk to him now. I want to send him his, his team an email. Do you think he has his, a team? His team? I think he has, an, he has an agent for sure. Do you think he has yeah. like a team of like, like a PR person? Yeah. Do you think I could like. I don't know, get maybe. in contact with this person. How much would it cost to get him on the show? Too, too much. Too much. I think it's worth it. <laughs> I don't much. know if I'd feel safe in a room with him, though. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, let's get to the, let's get to the first topic. Yeah, let's let's fucking get to one topic, please. Okay. Luca has, Luca has made very kindly a list of topics to talk about, and he sent me the, the Google Doc information, like, a week ago, but I... Being the proactive person I am, never looked at it and never opened it. Uh, so Luca is the only person that written down topics. Oops, my keys fell on my. God damn it, Ryan! Hopefully, I don't come across the mic because it probably sound like AIDS. Jesus, think, this is so short. This is. Do you so think short. like fucking viruses make a noise? Do you think like coronavirus has like because like it's an a- it's an animal, it's an organism, and we make noise and animals make noises. So would like coronavirus make a noise? Do you think it makes a noise? It's like a real question. You can't even like. That's something you gotta know. I, I probably not. I don't know. I don't know. If we made a noise, what do you think it would sound like? It probably sound like. <laughs> it sound like that video of um, of um, the little Uzi Vert uh Nardward, <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie pussy. <laughs> Yeah, it just sounds like that, but like at a really microscopic level, it's like you can barely hear it, and you're just like, "What? What is that?" Yeah, that's that's probably that's probably what coronavirus would sound like. It's just little Uzi Vert screaming at the top of his lungs. I kind of want to like get into graphic design so I can make that like an image, or like a, an edit. So this is like the it's like the stock image of what coronavirus looks like with Uzi's face superimposed <laughs> on it. We're making it. 
Whatever the fucking noise is. Oh, Jesus Christ. That would be... That would be amazing. That would be... Quite... <laughs> that would be quite the, uh... Quite the picture. Okay. First topic at hand. Let's see here. Uh, okay. So, intro is the first topic. But we already we already did that. So, the intro is the Game Boy sound. Yeah. I, Luca picked it. And I think it's good. I like Game Boy. You know, that's yeah. one of my favorite things. Like, the first console I ever got as a kid, the Game Boy. That's how, like, we first, like, bonded, though. Yeah. It's because we were just, like, in, in fucking, like, first or second grade. It was just, like, oh. Game Boy. Game Boy. Pokemon. Nintendo. Yeah, Pokemon. Dude, what, what was your first Game Boy game? Hmm. My first ever Game Boy game, probably, I want to say it was, like, one of those, like, redesigns of, like, reboots of, like, the old Mario games. I think it was, like, Super Mario Bros., Three, I like GBA was probably my first Game Boy game. My first was uh, Penguins of Madagascar. <laughs> yeah, it was a great game. I kind of want to see if I can find it and play it again. Some of those like movie tie-in Game Boy games though were like low-key pretty pretty fun. They were so good. Like I remember I had like the flushed away. <laughs> what? Yeah, I had a flushed away Game Boy. Co- I had a Shark Shark Tale. Oh my god. Game Boy games. I remember you could watch movies on Game Boys. Oh, yeah. They had, like, whole-ass, like, iCarly episodes on a Game Boy cart- cartridge and shit like that. I was like, what the fuck? And it, they, would, they would be, like, episodes that, like, weren't super popular either. They were just kind of like, oh, that's that's a, kind of a, an, a, an obscure episode. <laughs> I, I fucking, I love Game I think, I, my first console was, like, when it was plug-and-play fucking... Namco games or it's oh, had, like Dig yeah. Dug and Pac-Man and all that shit on it and like I got a Game Boy with Penguins of Madagascar and my brother got a Game Boy with a Scooby-Doo game which was fire mm. but the thing about like those like games I can never beat any of them as a kid oh no I, I never beat any I beat the Penguins of Madagascar but I did it when I was like 8 I got a Game Boy when I was 4 so it took me 4 years to beat that game it was a fucking Penguins of Madagascar game it could not have been that hard I will say one of my favorite games growing up on the Game Boy, it was a fucking um, Little Einstein's Game Boy game. It was, I played it probably like every day, like religiously. Mm-hmm. It was like, all right, I'm done playing Pokemon. I'm going to play some Mario. I'm done playing that. I'm going to play Little Einstein's. I'd never watched any Little Einstein's and I never did any of that. Little Einstein's was so good. It was so good. And that theme song... No, that shit was a meme, and it, uh, that, oh my god, that shit was bad time in everyone's life when I was a meme. I'm oh, telling you. That was a, what are you talking I'm about? I'm talking, okay. Backyardigans. Supreme show. Oh, of course. Better, better, better than that, better than, like, fucking Wonder Pets. Backyardigans was, like, top of its tier. What do you even call, what would you even call that kind of show? Because, like, it's a, it's a unique kind of show where it's, like, educational, but not like you're a fucking dumbass two-year-old kid it's like you're a dumbass six-year-old kid watching tv because like i'd watch i watch back Artigans, but like it, it sometimes it was like too educational for me and i was like i just want to watch spongebob be stupid for <laughs> 11 minutes at oh, a time because yeah. that that was like i still watch spongebob today of course fucking i love of course watching spongebob i watched him like because i was like always on twitter i find out like new spot that's like how i know everything is twitter but like i would find this these episodes of SpongeBob and like holy shit, how did that guy like get away with that? Like there's one where like Squid goes on strike. Squid on strike. <laughs> and it's like we both <laughs> topple this oppressive establishment board by board. <laughs> like uh oh. It's like oh that that's like 2020 in a nutshell. That's why all kids our age are like hardcore communists and <laughs> leftists and hate capitalism. Is because that episode of SpongeBob. They watched that like, wow. Yeah, we all heard the Krusty Krab is on the fair <laughs> yeah. speech and we were like, you know what? That's what we're going to do for the rest of our lives. That's why everyone brings them up at the protests. At all protests I've ever been to, it's always Krusty Krab on fair. And it's just like, it was fu- it was funny like the first time I've seen them and I'm like, I'm fucked up. I'm like, oh my God, this serious protest. They brought Krusty Krab on fair. That's pretty funny. But then like every single time, bro. Do you want to know what I just have found so interesting about all of the protests and all everything going on? Mm-hmm. Is that fucking everyone has been putting the drawings of Manny from Diary of a Wimpy Kid on everywhere. It's like Manny says Black Lives Matter and like they'll put him on like flags and like graffiti him everywhere. And I was like, 
why I'm so, <laughs> like, I, I find it so interesting that out of everything, that that is what's going to represent, like, this movement Th- this like, is, is Manny's face. That's, like, interesting. I, I saw, like, more stuff about it where there's a new American flag design with Manny instead of a 50 stars. <laughs> And it has like a million signatures on change.org. Oh. I'm like, yeah, be shitting me. This is the one that gets signed. But there's like others are like, this person was murdered by police, and it was like twenty. And I was like, oh shit. Jesus. We're not, we're not winning right now. Yeah, we're uh, our priorities can be a little. Uh, I mean, I would appreciate having the president stand under like a Manny flag. That'd be <laughs> hilarious. Don't get me wrong. It would be quite the picture. The dude that, like, wrote those books, I think his name's Jeff Kinney. Yeah. Jeff Kin- Kinley or something Can you imagine like what, how, how he feels right now? He actually tweeted it and then, like, deleted it. And it was, like, something like, yeah, I mean, it's funny, but it's kind of, like, uh, not taking the situation seriously enough. Which I thought was a very respectable and, like, yeah, that's, like, that's kind of, like, how I feel about it, too. It's, like, it's funny, but, I mean, it's kind of taking us into a joking matter. Yeah. And then people were, like, come on, man, it's funny. And he's, like, no. And then, like, he just, like, deleted them, like, all the tweets. But yeah, Manny Black Lives Matter. Turns out he's an ally. Did he, not see that coming. He's an ally of the people. You know, you know, fucking like, Diary of a Wimpy Kid is just Malcolm in the Middle turned into a book. Wow, that that's was, what it is. That's profound. That's profound. I just right made that there. connection right now because I just finished Malcolm in the Middle the other day. Awesome show. Gets dog shit after they have the after they have the fifth baby. It gets fucking terrible. Okay, it's terrible and dumb and stupid. <laughs> That's how I, I'm really passionate because I was like watching. It's like the first four seasons are amazing, straight fire. Then fifth season is like when they get the baby, and that's when like the older brother, Francis. Do you have you ever watched the show, Luca? I've watched like like bits of it. Okay. I haven't watched like full episodes of it. I don't know if anyone in the audience appreciates Malcolm Middle. I fucking love that. I think it's great, but like. Francis stops being, like, troublemaker and starts being taken seriously towards, like, the end of the show, which I thought was, like, a cool arc, but then he just, like, disappears entirely from the show for, like, two seasons, then he comes back in, like, five episodes, and it's, like, he was one of the funniest characters in the whole show. He's working for this fucking, like, German ranch hand who had paid him a bunch of money just to do nothing. Jesus. <laughs> it was, like, he has such, like, a funny character. Oh, boy. But all of those, like, like, Nick at Night, like... Those are huge. Shows. So interesting. They're good shows. And then you just had Cartoon Network that was just like, all right, we're having Adult Swim. And it was just like game-changing. Yeah. That's how I watched like a lot anime, of Anime, Eric Andre show, Loiter Squad. Like, that was like, you're just like, like some of the smartest. You're like, wow. Because like, like Nick and Knight, that, that like made sense. Like that made sense like why it was a thing. But then I was like, Cartoon Network has, has this? Mm-hmm. You're like... Huh. It's like a stark difference where it's like Johnny Bravo, Johnny Bravo. Oh, fucking like. Rick Here's Eric Andre yeah, shooting someone, sh- shooting someone and eating up fake vomit. You know, like oh. It was like love that. It was like uh, first time I ever watched Adult Swim. I was like fucking. I was like eight, I think, and I was at my cousin's house, and it was I think it was Tosh Point oh. Damn. Was that on Adult Swim? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure that was on Adult Swim. Cause like that was like. And I watched it, and it was this fucking, God, that dude is, like, weird. Weird guy. He's a weird guy. Weird dude, Have man. you listened to any of his stand-up specials? No, I don't like him. <laughs> I, I, there was, like, in high school, I think it was, like, sophomore, junior year, I started listening to, like, stand-up specials, and I would, like, listen to them, like, religiously. And, like, I went back and listened to him, and I was like, all right, this is funny, but, like, it's a little, it's a little too much sometimes. He just tries way too hard. But, like, the episode I watched, there's, like, this animated drawing of some dude finding deer vagina. And, like, they, it was, like, detailed. It was, like, a drawing. It was a fucking cartoon. Um. And it was, like, I was, like, I was, like, eight years old, like, what the fuck is this? And my cousin's laughing. And I was, like, what? I don't know, what the fuck? What? <laughs> I, I, it's, like, and, like, ever since then, I kind of, like, steered clear of Adult Swim. You know, I never really, like, watched it. Like, still to this day, I don't really watch Adult Swim shows, aside from, like, the ones that are, like, you know, Rick and Morty, the ones that are, like, highly recommended and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, after that, I was like, okay, Tosh.0, I'm just going to go to the more mellower one, which is Ridiculousness. Oh, of course. Rob Classic. It's like, it's like the fucking... It's Chanel, Chanel West. (laughs) 
I hate her laugh. <laughs> she laughs like what a bitch. She was like unnecessary in the show. She was getting clowned. She pointless. She was pointless in the show. I, I wish they clowned her more. I, yeah. There's like they, they needed more banter between. I was on that show. I've never gotten different when I'm telling you that much. I'm not saying I'm a misogynist. <laughs> don't don't start it off like that. <laughs> no matter what you say after that, it's gonna sound bad. Okay. It's gonna sound real bad. Okay. Back to uh, <coughs> what was the topic we were talking about? Oh, ridiculousness. Dude, that show was like the fucking most tame shit ever. Compared to like what it was, it was inspired by, yes. which is Tosh.0 and Jackass. That's just like a mix mm-hmm. of the two. That's what it was. It's this a baby child of that, but on put on a network where we get more views. So then it would have to be less. Ridiculous. It's a it's a it's a shitty version of American America's Funniest Home Videos. And it's Rob Dyrdek. And it's Rob Dyrdek. Which yeah. actually, dude, my fucking speech teacher went to high school with Rob Dyrdek. What? Yeah. It's just because I did a I did a speech about like. I was supposed to persuade people to get to skateboard. And, I, and then she was like, she graded my speech. She's like, yeah, I know. You know Rob Deerdick? I went to high school with him. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, because like, he, he grew up, I think it was in Dayton. Or is he, he's from Dayton or something, somewhere around that area. I think so. And that's where my teacher is from. So this is like, oh, my God, Rob Deerdick. Which, like, I you know, I, I think, oh, my God, Rob Deerdick, but, like, He's not really, like, that big of a star. If I see no. Rob Deerdick in person, I'm going to treat him like a regular dude. Yeah. No offense to Rob Deerdick. I'm sure he's an awesome guy, and he's, like, very influential. But, like, he, he's not, like, he, he has, like, a very normalness about him. Yeah. It's not like meeting, like, a rapper, and you're just, like, like everyone's going like, to go to him. Like, it's he like, could go out in public, and, like, maybe one person stops him, and it's like, oh, I liked you from this. Can I get, like, a picture and an autograph? Yeah. And it's like, I feel like that's the same thing with, like, Tony Hawk. Well, Tony Hawk's a little different. Tony Hawk's a little different just because, like, people... Because it used to be like that with Tony Hawk where people... Because no one know what he looked like. That's the thing about skaters. No one knows what you look like because I only see you skating from far away. Mm -hmm. So, like, people be like, are you Tony Hawk? And, like, he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, cool. You're like, oh, oh, sweet. It's like, oh, you're that famous skateboard guy. He's like, yeah. You're the one skateboarder that everyone knows by name and they really know no one else. And it's like, it's, it's one of those things, like, every tweet, because he, he tweets all the time, he's like, yeah, someone had a weird encounter with me again for, like, the third time this week. And it's always, like, something, and it's always this picture of Tony Hawk's existential crisis. And it's, like, Tony Hawk's pro skater, but it's this, like, old Tony, Tony Hawk's, like, sitting there, like, all confused, and with, like, all these quotes from people that, like, misidentify him or, like, confuse him with someone else, or, like, yeah, like are you famous? <laughs> Well, Tony Hawk has it rough. He, he has it rough, yeah. He has it rough in a little bit because it's like he'll go like anywhere and someone will be like, oh, has anyone told you you kind of look like Tony Hawk? And then he just like, he, he's the type of person where like sometimes be like, yeah, that's me. And then other times he's just like, yeah, I get that. I get that sometimes. There was that one tweet I remember where it was, uh, he was at, he went to an airport and he had another dude his license in the TSA age and was like, oh, Tony Hawk, like the skater. <laughs> Tony Hawk's like, yeah. And the TA stage, and I was like, I wonder what he's up to now. And Tony was like, this? <laughs> it's just like, what do you do? What do you say back to yeah, what do you, in yeah. that situation? It was like, you're like, oh, okay. Jesus Christ. TSA agents. You got albums on your laptop. Look at these albums, Luca. Look at these albums. Look we at got, these albums. Uh, oh, Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. You know, we got some Blues Brothers. We got The Baby. The like Baby? Pablo. Where's the, oh, God, The Baby. The baby is like, I don't know what happened to the baby, but he f- managed to become, from one of like, the he was like upcoming. He was like kind of like yeah, the baby yeah, where he was one of those like kind of rebel guys, mm-hmm. rebel without a cause kind of rappers, uh, and then he just became ultra corny, or oh, seem- seemingly like overnight. Well, it's because everyone realized like oh his flow is like pretty much exactly the same every time. It's like you can listen to, you can go shuffle on pretty much any the baby song, and it's like you know exactly how he's gonna rap every time. Like it's not like he's gonna, like you can go on like Kendrick Lamar or other artists, and you're like, oh, like maybe I know how it's gonna go, but they're gonna change it up somehow. Yeah, Kendrick in 2016, by the way, every verse he had that was a feature was something different oh, and something equally as like S tier as the last one. 
Well, I mean, Kendrick is the GOAT. I don't know what the fuck happened in 2016, 2015, 2016, Kendrick features, but they're like, they're the best features I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. They're so fucking good. They're so fucking good. But back on the baby, he, like, when he was, like, coming out with Suge, and when that came out, I remember being, like, not to be, like, I was there before his appearance, but I kind of was, because I was, like, I, I remember hearing about it, and, like, I went on Spotify, and only had, like, a couple hundred thousand view, like, plays, and I was, like, Suge, and I put on my story... And like I remember Eddie like reposted my story, I was like, Yeah, this is fire. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like the baby's like the biggest rapper. I was like, What the fuck? Yeah. So it's like one of those weird things where it's like, I was there before it happened. Yeah. And now he's ultra corny. Because yeah. that rock star song. Any okay. This this is these are the opinions from two Caucasian males. Okay, but I think if you put like those like oh, guitar riff, like, come on, I'm gonna play that and I'm just like this is not. This doesn't sound threatening at all. Like the baby was kind of like, he, he would like rap like he was threatening you. Like I mean, mm-hmm. Suge, and then like his XXL cipher. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm gonna kill you, but, but like longer, like a minute and a half <laughs> but longer. But longer. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Uh, let's see, the baby rock star. I was listening to Weird Al Yankovic. <coughs> I gotta talk about him later. Okay. Oh, of course. Because I've I've more profound. Oh, Weird Al Yankovic. That is, we definitely, we could go on for hours about. The man, the myth, the legend, Weird Al Yank, our Lord and Savior. Oh, why it's not playing? There's nothing threatening about that guitar. I'm listening to no. that. I'm like, oh man, the baby's about to sing. There's not, and then the beat drop. Hey, he's about to romanticize me. <laughs> That's what he's about to do. It sounds like he's about to do, like, scene, like, um, fucking, like, Lil Wayne's love songs. And <laughs> just, the beat drop yes. comes in, and you barely hear the guitar anymore, and you're like, oh. Ever see that tweet that was, that said, the baby beats sound like farts? What? <laughs> yeah. What? Every time I think about that, because, like, when you listen to shows, like, boom, 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 boom. That kind of sounds like farts. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's enough clowning the baby. At the new segment, Clown the Baby. New segment, what? Clowning the Baby. Clowning the Baby. The Baby, not the Baby. The Baby. T H E. Because we're Caucasian. Yeah, which, yeah, Caucasian we're, males. We're just going to find videos of like babies and just make clown them. No! I'm, I'm making fun of the one baby that is totally turning his back on me, a passionate listener of him. Okay? I feel betrayed. What is this? This is going to be the next stand from it's, Eminem? Pretty much. It's going to be like Kanye when Kanye dropped Yeezus and I was like, what the fuck, Kanye? <laughs> what the fuck? And then everyone was like, the same now jerking off to the Yeezus. It's like, oh, the greatest fucking experimental concept album ever. So maybe in like five years, I'll be like, oh my God, Rockstar is literally the greatest song ever dropped by any human. Well, we you shall see. Time, only time will tell. Only time will tell. Brito Yankovic. Because, you know, he is one of the most underappreciated artists to ever live. He's he is, like... So good. What he does, no one will ever surpass him. Oh, no. He invented a genre and then perfected it. He invented his own this own genre, which no one has even, like, dared, like, almost dared to venture into. Mm-hmm. Weird Al Yankovic made pretty much... Every cover he did was pretty much... As good as the original song. Mm-hmm. The Funnier. Mu- the music videos. God tier. God tier. Fat. Dude, that one is good. Amish Paradise. Oh, white and nerdy dog. Trapped in the drive-thru. Trapped That's in the, the drive-thru. I remember I I li- well, I remember we were at fucking John we were at John's house in like eighth grade and I played that music video for all of us and we're sitting like around John's old Mac, like just watching it for ten minutes. It's so good. It's so. Cause like the good. story behind it is like he usually goes like crazier for a song, you know. Yeah. But with trapped in the closet, it was already bonkers enough. Like this is like him saying it's like it's already crazy enough, so I just go like the complete opposite direction. I didn't make it as normal as possible. So it's just like he's making it yeah. intense. So like I don't have enough change to pay for my hamburgers. I forgot my credit card at home. I was like, I can't believe there's no wallet. <laughs> it's like, 
I don't know why do you want to get some delivered. I'm like, why would I want to eat liver? I don't even I like liver. liver. No, I said delivered. <laughs> I'm like, I heard you say liver. Dude, that's fire. Like, come on. That shit is so good. He is a visionary. He is, like, yeah. He's a visionary. Whatever he touches is gold. I'm serious. Like, everything. Hey, he put is... out a recent album, like, I think, like, a couple years ago that wasn't that good, but. Are you talking about Mandatory Fun? <laughs> That's what it's called. I think so. I don't know. I don't know. It's good. I don't know. I don't know the album cover. I don't know the album. Dude, you're not a real fan. I only know that because I recently was looking at it today. <laughs> so I can't really. I'm talking on my yeah, asshole. You can't say shit. Yeah, we were out. Dude, but, like. I was I was thinking because I, I I was thinking about oh, Captain Underpants. He did Captain Underpants. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's what it was. That. No, but it's mandatory fun. It was his last one, so he hasn't done recent album twi- since twenty sixteen. But he's like he's been in the game for like forty years. Yeah. Forty. He's sixty years old. He is. And he's still making music. Yeah. That's crazy. He's been he's been at a forty year career, and like, he hasn't him, fell off at all. It's him. Snoop Dogg. That's like it. For like at like four successful forty year old careers. Snoop Dogg is. They could play each other, if like, if if Weird Al. They should they should you know like you know like a Freaky Friday where like yeah. they switch bodies. It yeah. should just be Weird Al and Snoop. Yeah, that's just... exactly it. And that that actually is a perfect segue to my point, where Lil Dicky, is, fucking trying to do Weird Al Yankovic, but rap. Yeah. Wow. Think professional rapper, you know. A little bit. A little bit. It's more original. It's it's Weird Al Yankovic if he was more original. Or not, yeah, I wouldn't say more it. original, but just like specifically not doing covers. Yeah, parody. Like, Weird Al Yankovic invented the parody music. Oh, for and sure. And perfected it so that no one could ever touch him. Like, you try to go anywhere close, anywhere near fat or white and nerdy or trapped in the drive through, like, Forget about it. Forget about it. But we're, we're a little dicky. He dropped one album, and I was like, I'm, I, th- I thought to myself, man, this reminds me a lot of Weird Al Yankovic. It's a, a white nerdy dude with curly hair making music that's not his. It's true. That's true. You got a point there, right? And that, but except now, little dicky's kind of his music's whack. His show. Fucking hilarious! I haven't. I've seen. I only. I've only seen clips of it. It is really good. There's actually like one episode that's like, I was like, oh my god, that's like actually really well written and really well acted, and it's like astoundingly good as as like a, a write from a writing standpoint and like a character stamp. It was just like I was like, oh my god, he writes great episodes. He's a great writer. He mm-hmm. should give up music and do TV. He's trying to do a little bit of uh, the Gambino thing. I mean, like Gambino. But Gambino is Gambino is such a unique case. Yeah, you can't really Gambino is like because it's him and and like uh, entertainment media. Yeah. He has Childish Gambino and then his Donald. Glover. Yeah, and then Donald Glover. So he's in movies as Donald Glover. He's great. In Community, fucking hilarious. Amazing. Okay, and Childish Gambino. Come on, God like, tier, like, God tier. He is great. I I don't know. I disagree with you about his latest albums, like three fifteen twenty. Is that what it's called? I don't I, like it at all. You should take that back. I don't like it at all. You know what, Luke? I hate it with all my heart. That's a bad take. That's a bad take. <laughs> I listened to it once, and never again. Good. That's you know that's a really bad take. There, I Ryan. skipped some of the songs before I fully listened to it. You know what, Luca? Yeah. How- Oh my gosh! How dare how dare you? How dare you? You skip songs? Yeah. It's supposed to be played in full in one scene. I don't give a fuck. Jesus fucking Christ! (laughs) All right, but I I really like his older stuff, and I I like I'm it's like one of those things like only like the older stuff. You don't like the newer stuff, but it's like like you can't touch camp. You can't touch because they're not. Come on, like because well, no, it's just he cha- he changed his style. Yeah, he changed his style a lot, and it was less rap and more like R and B and singing and a little more experimental. I mean, and that's totally fine. That's just not for me. That wasn't my, wasn't my wasn't my speed. I feel it. I appreciate. I always like when artists try to reinvent their styles. That's why I like Young Lean so much. But I mean, it just didn't click with me. That's what I was saying. It was like, I don't know. I mean, I can see that. I just. That's just. You should have. You should have given him a chance. 
I don't know. That album was very, very good. Especially knowing that it's his last album. Nah. Like, it was very much, like, like once you listen to it all, and, like, one of the last song, like, the last song he says, like, I've done everything I've wanted to do, like, like, I can walk away, like, happy or whatever. And I was like, shit. I was like, this is a good, this is, was a very good album to leave off on. Because it's very much, like, it has a little bit of everything. Like, it has some elements of, like, his older work. Some elements from, like, Redbone. And then a bunch of, like, newer stuff. Mixed in with, like, storytelling and, and like, the messages from, like, what he took away from, like, This is America and, like, um, songs like that. I'm listening to Luca. I'm not even, like, I can't even say anything. Luca probably knows a lot more of that album than I do, so. Luca is def- probably 99.9% correct, probably, about what the album is like. I would definitely say, well, and it comes with any sort of album. Is if you're gonna listen to an album, you gotta press, you gotta start from the first song and go all the way through. Mm-hmm. Like there are some albums where like, like if you're just getting into an artist, like I would recommend going to like their, hits. like their their hits, going there first, listening to that, and if you like their sound and like that, then you go into individual albums and listen to them start to finish. Yeah. That sometimes that doesn't work. Like yeah. I mean, it works with like J Cole. I think that works with yeah. J Cole, a bit. But like someone like Joey Badass, yeah. his his one his one like hit, I'd say that like it really mm-hmm. did numbers, is devastated. Yeah. And that doesn't sound like anything else like his other music. Especially if the albums are, in any way, sort of concept albums. Like, if you try to listen to Mad fucking, Villainy, Mad Villainy, like <laughs> to Pimp a Butterfly. Like if you try to listen to to Pimp a Butterfly, like you could listen to it out of order. But if you listen to it in order, and then, like, the last song, it's, like, everything, like, makes sense. Because there's a clear story. Building off the poem he's, he's reading. Exactly. Off. But, like, I, I, I never actually listened to that album until, like, this year. Same. Like, I had only listened to, like, the hits that were, like, everyone. All right, King yeah. Kunta. Like, that everyone had listened to. And then you go back, and you're like, oh, shit. Like, there's a much deeper story to it. And it's not, like... Not just people saying, oh, this is his best album because, like, he has this hit, this hit, this hit. It's like, yeah. no, like, the story that he tells in it is amazing and unparalleled. Very cohesive album. Yes. I never understood that term. I just throw it around to make me sound like a music aficionado. Yeah. It's like, oh, good album? Cohesive. Cohesive. Boom, done. That's it's my review. 10 out of 10, cohesive. Boom. 10, cohesive, made sense. Yeah, that's what, that's what, that's, I mean, like, it, it's... Kendrick Lamar is very unique. Where like my first the first album I ever listened to him all the way through was Damn. Same. And and I went back and I listened to Section Eighty, which is great. I like so that one. Uh, and then Swim or I said Swimming Pools. <laughs> no, it's not. Swimming. But uh, Good Kid, Mad City, actually the best album ever ever listened to. I'm gonna say that's my favorite for like it's not up my there. favorite. It's definitely up there for me. But definitely the best album I've ever listened to is Good Kid, Mad City. I like it more than Timber Butterfly. I think it's better than Timber Butterfly. It, it is a it is quite the debate between the two of them, yeah. and it's I go back and forth between the two of them very often. I think from like a definitely from like a listening standpoint, it's so much easier to listen to. Mm-hmm. I think from an impressive musicality standpoint, Timber Butterfly is better. I could see that. I, I think it's a lot more of an impressive album that, like, is, like, crafted mm-hmm. rather than just, like, a Kendrick's word or, like, experiences put into music mm-hmm. that sounds good. Yeah. If that makes sense. I mean, I'm not... I, 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 we could talk fucking three hours about the, this, yeah. about both albums. It's because there's that much... And it's also, like, the same way how I feel about fucking, like, Tyler, the Creator. Like, I always go back and forth between... Is Flower Boy better or Igor better? And I was like, Igor, I feel like, is a better album listening experience because it has this unique story that it's telling. But it's just the sounds of Flower Boy are just, like, so unique that it's just, like, that's why, like, I listen to Tyler, the Creator, is because of Flower Boy. Yeah, I mean, that was the first album that I ever listened to from him, but I only knew him from, like, those, like, like bon- Yonkers and stuff like yeah. that, where I was like, "Oh my god, this guy is just like 
kind of, I thought of him like a meme rapper where he would just be like, say, like outrageous, abrasive things. But then like I listened to Flower Boy, I was like, oh yeah, I'm like depressed all the time. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So it kind of made me like appreciate what music would be used for as like a way of expressing yourself, which is why I like Flower Boy. It's just like, it's the one that got me into appreciating music. Mm-hmm. That's why, I, that's why I like it so much. Yeah. It's in a sire. I listen to Sire like, directly after I listen to Flower Boy, and there's like a reason why. Like there, you can, there's a reason why you can tell Sire, like that Jaden Smith, bases the sound off of Tyler. Yeah, it's, and it's a big influence. Dude, Sire's so good. The just the fact that he did a mini album within his album with Blue and Pink, like it's insane. I fuck then. I mean, we could talk about music for like literally the entire podcast. We could have a whole other separate podcast talking about just music. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, we could. Um, fuck. Should we move on to the next topic? Because I feel like if we keep going on music, we're gonna go forever. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we should probably talk about something. Uh, I mean, it's somewhat related, but um, did you hear about uh Kanye and Gap's new uh, partnership that they just came out with? I heard about that, and I'm honestly very surprised. Of all clothing companies gap yeah as something like I, why not old navy or some shit i don't i have no clue but it is kanye kanye does work in they probably gave him like a lot of freedom control and probably and, and, or not freedom creative control because yeah. i feel like if you would have signed with something a lot more i mean not, not a lot bigger but like it's kind of like he had the same problem with uh nike and adidas yeah um so i mean Hopefully this means we got some heat, but also I think Gap clothing is horrendously ugly. Yeah. So. It's. Who knows? I, mean, I know we signed. Well, they signed a ten-year deal. Ten years. Ten-year deal. Uh, no footwear. Is no footwear is going to be included in this deal. I mean, Kanye's still probably going to put out shoes on his own. Easy Because I mean, those are going to sell, regardless. He could. He could literally take a shit. And form it into a shoe and freeze it in his fridge and sell it for three hundred dollars. Yeah, and it would go it would, up. It would and, break StockX. <laughs> it would. It would fucking yeah, break StockX. Every time like I you got, got you got the Kanye StockX. shits. Yeah. It's like yeah, I got them pre-ordered. It's like cool. So then the price goes up by five hundred dollars and then falls over the next ten months until it's back to like uh, retail. I don't. I I think the whole partnership is gonna be interesting. It's a bunch of. I we're probably gonna get some. Sh- we can get Kanye clothes. Kanye's shitty fucking clothes for a little bit cheaper now. So now we're gonna see like this new wave of like. Like teenagers that think that they're like designer and think that they're hot shit and they're just wearing like, just like a t-shirt with holes in it. I. It's not gonna look anything like that. Cause have you seen like the first item that got confirmed? No. It's a hoodie. It's called the perfect hoodie. And it's just a blue hoodie with no pockets or anything. Oh, that! Oh my god! This is a. I mean, that's just what. It's just like a regular hoodie. They're gonna fucking. And that's just gonna sell like. It's just gonna sell because everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, it's Kanye. I have to get it." It's like it's like the same mentality with like Supreme, where it's just like it's a shirt with a Supreme box logo on it, so it's two thousand dollars. I don't get it. It's like if these if human beings were like so fucking like stupid. And like, f- like fanatics about certain brands, these brands wouldn't exist. Oh no! Like, the only reason Supreme exists is because people deemed it to be valuable. Yeah. And then, I don't know. I mean, it's like, I, I always wonder, like, the uh, ideology behind. Oh, I have a shoe. Let me only make this amount, amount of them, and not make a lot of money off of it. Because if you're selling a shoe for three hundred dollars, why don't you have make a million of those shoes? And exactly. Because everyone's gonna buy it. I, I'm sure there's some expl- explanation. They want it to be like almost like this like collector's thing. It's like get it while you can, and then they want people to like buy the shoe or buy the product, and then resell it at a later date for this absurd price, which no one should be buying shoes for. It was Ben and Jerry's Lowe's Dunks. Yeah, that are like go. How for much two, they go? Like, they went for like two thousand at one point. No one should be paying two thousand dollars for shoes. Jacob Mendes got them. He he got him. I think he got him retail though. So he paid like three hundred or something for retail, and he's like instantly flipped him. He's like he's like lowest at lowest ask is a thousand. I'm like, Jesus Christ! I feel like you gotta be kidding 
It's yeah. like three around three thousand, maybe four hundred is about the most you should be paying for shoes. Anything higher, and it's like, it's not it's not worth it. The only time ever I'd ever pay four digits for a shoe would be for like fucking Red Octobers. Mm. Just because like that is just like a a shoe that I'd only get if I had like a spare ten million dollars in my bank account. Mm. But like that, maybe the Sean Rothermans. The only shoe that I think would be worth it is like, let's say you got like a fucking, like Michael Jordan like had like his Air Ones, right? Like OG Air Ones, he like signed them, and then they put him in a case, and then he passes away, and then like the price skyrockets. That that then would be fair to be like, all right, like I understand like paying thousands of dollars for that because that's the last thing that like he did. That's like the the Space Jam shoes he wore. The Levens oh, yeah. are like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. People go fucking crazy for shoes. <clears throat> yeah, and it's uh, like the Back to the Future shoes are like a hundred thousand. And it's like, man, it's just like a a shoe from the movie. Exactly. But I mean, to collectors, I guess that's like the appeal of it. Yeah. You got Batman album. Uh, yeah, the Prince the Prince album, bro. Is that Batman and Prince album? Yeah, Batman did Prince of that Batman. What? Yeah. Are you, you know shit? that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hold up. I got to look this up right now. Oh, my gosh. You are uncultured. I don't listen to Prince. What? Yeah, I don't. That's... You need to change I'm not ashamed about that. You need to fucking change that right now. No. Prince is fucking... Like amazing. the Michael Keaton. Yeah. Are you shitting me? Yeah. What? Yeah. You know when they're in the the ba- they're in the museum scene and they're, like, spray painting all the... Oh, yeah? Everything? Prince is playing in the background. Are you shitting me? Yeah. What the go fuck? Re- go rewatch it sometime this week, and you will you will be like, oh, yeah, that's Prince. That's definitely Prince. Damn. I get it. Yeah, I mean, I've been meaning to rewatch that one, because I recently rewatched the Christopher Nolan Batmans, which are, like, some of the best movies ever made. Uh, and, yeah, it's like Tim Burton doing a Batman movie. I didn't think... It wasn't as crazy as I wanted it to be, though. Yeah. I feel like he could have gone, if it was like a Tim Burton movie, he could have gone bonkers. He could have gone a little bit more crazy. Yeah. He didn't go bonkers. But I mean, enough. at the time, superhero movies were pretty shitty. And that was like the first one that was like, really? outside of Superman. Superman was good. Superman was good, and then no one, there was, all the other ones were like really corny. And then Batman came around and they were like, oh, we can actually make like, like a movie out of these superheroes. It's like, all right. That's, like, so weird, because, like, back then, they didn't know how to make a movie, but right now, we don't... I can make a movie, a superhero movie, just because, like, yeah. Marvel does it every single time. It's like, you just get a format down, and it's like, all right, you just kind of copy and paste with, like, exactly. slight changes. I mean, that's also helped with, like, effects and stuff. Ever since effects got better, yeah, it's made it so much easier to make superheroes look cool. Because, I don't know, Iron Man, like, 1950 or something, when they try to make a movie, Iron Man would not, work. would not work at all. Would not work at all. It'd be... It'd be so fucking shitty. Mm-hmm. Like, Captain America, I could see... Like, I understand why, like, they, like, try to make a movie in, like, the 50s. They could, they could definitely pull it off. It's like, yeah. okay, like, yeah, that makes sense. I understand why. But it's like, uh, maybe not... Maybe not Iron Man. Maybe not... Doctor maybe, Strange. Doctor Strange would not. <laughs> Can you imagine what Doctor Strange would look like before visual effects? It would not be anything. It would just be a weird, weirdo dude. Who gets his hands broken? Who do you think would have been the person, an old-time director, that would maybe make it work? Alfred Hitchcock. Hitchcock, Hitchcock could probably make one. Do you think Kubrick? Kubrick? You know, do you I don't know. Do you think Kubrick could maybe make one? Not, he, could, he couldn't make any superhero movie. He would shoot himself in the head before he'd do that. No, but he, like, if Kubrick made something like 2001 Space Odyssey, but like Doctor Strange. I wouldn't work at all. That wouldn't work at all. Because it's, it's, it, the thing with Kubrick is he doesn't do, like, trippy stuff. He does very, like, minimal stuff. Yeah, that's true. His stuff is, like, it's accentuated by... I mean, when he does trippy shit, it's fucking trippy mm-hmm. shit. And, but for, like, the majority of the movie, it's very, like, simple, but the, the ideas are complex. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I, like, I know, like, the last part, yeah. But that last part, I don't fuck. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know, maybe. And, you, and I'm thinking about it. It probably could work. But, like, you know, I'd like, I'd be interested. Unfortunately, he's dead. Unfortunately. 
don't know what to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's look at these uh, topics real quick. I got this cool mask because at my restaurant, there's this one woman that always comes in. She's in the military, and I got it's like a military grade mask. Oh. And it's like super cool because I can leave it hanging around my neck, but I could also like, I can like, put my fingers in here and go. And pull wow. it up, and then I could just like rip it behind my ears. It falls down. Wow. But I could also, I mean, don't, no one will ever get to see this because we're on a video. But I could, I could like, I could do that. But if I want it off and like hanging around my neck, I just take it off my ears and it slides down. Wow, that is. That is it's fucking future technology. I got. We take are it off. living in the future right now. No, we're living in the present. Wow. You're like you're like the kid at the sleepover, who when it's like. What's up? The sky. No, no, the kid that's like, like right, see you in the morning, and it's like, actually, it is the morning. And like, shut the fuck up. Beat the shit. We need to start beating people up again. There needs to be, I need to be allowed to, like, fight people without any repercussions. Other than me getting hurt, potentially. Because yeah. some people just annoy me. And just deserve to, like, be beaten up. You I know? Wish, you know? Sometimes I could just kind of, like, slap someone on the head and be like, just shut up. Yeah, exactly. Just shut up. I want to hit people <laughs> a lot. What a quote. I want to hit people a lot. It's like, I mean, okay, I started working at Wayne's, okay? Yeah. And, like, the people are fine, but sometimes it's just, like, it's, okay, especially customers, okay? That's the thing. Fucking customers, I should be able to slap or at least, like, backtalk customers. Like, that should be socially acceptable. Because <laughs> if I do that, then, like, I lose my job. If, I, if like, someone gives me lip, I'm going to, if I give them lip back, give them lip back, then I lose my job. So, like, they, they're, like, all acting tough. Like, oh, I can treat this guy however I want because if he tries to reciprocate, he's going to get fired. He loses his job. But it's just, like, bitch, I want to be able to, like, fight a customer once a night. Jesus. That's. If someone I mean, there's me, some nights where I do feel that. Like, I have felt that multiple times in my various jobs. I mean, like, I just want to, I just want to hit this person. I just want to, just want this person to shut up. Yeah. As soon as possible, or else I will lose it. I get annoyed when like people don't say like thank you and stuff. Cause like it'd be like it'd be like a DoorDash drivers. They're all assholes. I mean, okay, there's like some of those drivers. Like there's this one guy that always comes in and he's like always so peppy and nice. He's like, "How are you doing today, sir?" And I'm like, "It's DoorDash." I mean, it's like I mean, he, I think he's grubhub, but it's like it's always like it's very nice. But sometimes it's just like I, I come and I'm like, "Why is he like that energetic?" It's not like a being like rude about it mm-hmm. at all to him about it, but it's like I don't. It's like he's kind of wasting energy being that nice to people. Yeah. And there's other people that'll come in, and just like be like, I fucking hate when they come into the restaurant and they scream the name of whoever they're picking up for. They just come and be like, Travis, and it's just like, it's just like, oh my god, they're like, just come, let me fucking talk to you. Let me greet you. Say hi. Are you here for a pickup order? And they'll be like, yeah, I got a DoorDash for this person. It's like great. I go get the order, I come back, easy. I say, here's yeah. your food, have a good night. They say, thank you, you too. That's all you got to do. That's like so it's little common effort. common courtesy. It's just like, it, you should do that. But some people, you'd be surprised how many people just don't fucking do that. And like a lot of people think that they're entitled. And yeah. Think that the world is going to be handed to them and they can do whatever the fuck they want. I get people all the time will come in and I'll, and I'll be like, uh, I'll come in and I'll be like, hey, do you have a pick order? And they don't respond to me and I got to like repeat myself. Which I, I mean, I'm not like... I'm not too annoyed by that. I'm not like fucking like you must respond to me, but it's like mm-hmm. I gotta be like, do you have a pickup order? I know like if I like have to repeat myself, I'm not gonna be as nice, you yeah. know. Be like, oh hi, I have a pickup order, and like walking slowly up to the looking at me, walking yeah. slowly, and I'm like, do you have a pickup order? And they're like, uh yeah, for Travis. I'm like, okay, and I go get the order and like have a good night, and they just like walk away, and I'm just like, because like at that point, I should be allowed to be like, okay man, let's go outside. Yeah. You know, let's run it. Real let's quick. let's run the gauntlet. It's not safe for you right now. If you're gonna, if you don't say thank you, you're not gonna be very safe for the following minute and a half. Jesus. You know, that's all. That's all. That's I about. swear, if you get fucking fired from one of your jobs, and I ask you what happened, and you said, "Oh, this customer was giving me shit," and I fucking just decided to throw hands, <laughs> I'll fucking lose it. I would never do this, by the way. I'm just speaking from like what every restaurant worker would love to do is to punch this shit out of. A rude customer, because it just or it just, or a rude manager and boss. I I don't know. I mean I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe. And there's sometimes where I when I was a busser, 
and I would go into work, I'd just be like, please, just do, just do not talk to him. Like, I, whatever man, like, there was, like, a couple managers that were there, and I was just like, please, just do not come up and talk to me. Just let me do my job. Let me get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, don't give me shit. Don't tell me, hey, I need you to stay late because you're 18 and you live close and so-and-so is needs to leave because of curfew. It's like, just let me fucking leave. Mm-hmm. I, my boss at my Tara Swine workout is so nice. She's one of the nicest people I've ever met. Those people are always really nice. So, like, I always like working there. However, I've, I, I, I can't but feel out of place being the only white person that works there. Yeah, that that's... I, I try to fit in as best I can. Like, I try to understand. I always, I always talk to them, like, oh, you know, it's like Thailand. You know, it's like, like, it, stuff like that. It's like, it's really easy for me to, like, attempt to understand mm-hmm. and stuff. And I, I learned Thai. I learned like, a lot of phrases and stuff. I know how to count to 10. You know? Mm. <laughs> yeah. And, but, what were we talking about? <laughs> You're, yeah, your boss is nice. Oh, yeah, my boss is nice. That's pretty much all. I just want to say <laughs> my boss is nice. I don't know if I should plug my restaurant because I don't know if I, I don't some what if someone hates me for my Ron Jeremy comment well, and they want to come and kill us. That's that's up to you. That's that's a risk you have to be willing to take. Maybe maybe then you can throw hands. So it's Thai restaurant in the northern Chicago metropolitan area. Just leave it at that. That's where I work. I'll just leave it at that. That's one of my jobs. Well, I think now I think now is a good enough place to cap off. Our first episode. You think? How long have we been going? I think we've been going for about an hour now. Really? How yeah. can we tell? Yeah, I well, I think we started this around like twelve thirty when we started and it's one. Why is that number seventeen oh five? That's the, that's beats. Seventeen oh five beats. Yeah. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. I was like, I was looking Come at that seconds. Ryan, you're a musician. You should know this. I fucking, I don't fucking know. It's at one twenty, so it's stupid bitch mode. Actually, ninety is stupid bitch mode. And also 155 is stupid bitch mode. Oh, you heard it here first, everyone. Those are... Real those ones do, like, fucking 73 and 3-8 or 6-8. That's, like, real shit right there is 6-8 time. That's, like, if you do, if you write something in 6-8, you're fucking good. Okay, that's, like, flexing. That's, like, you, you do it. Everyone does things in four beats because it's nice and pretty and workable. Yeah. But if you do, you know what I'm saying? I'll hit the mic so everyone can hear it. You know what I'm saying? That sounds so much better than... You know? Yeah. I'm expecting a response from our audience. Yeah. Look at that spike. Yeah, that's going to that's, <laughs> that's gonna be interesting to hear back. That's going to... They're going to be in... If, wherever they're Yeah, between that and you screaming Travis. Oh, yeah. We can edit it. We can, we can edit it. We can always edit it. We can, we can edit it done. We can edit it. Did we even get through all of our topics we're going to talk about? No. We, didn't get, we, didn't, we only got through like three topics. Let me see. How many we, only get, we only got through like three topics. No, we, we. Okay. Well, four. Yeah. We got through four, but we can save some of the other ones for future yeah. episodes. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. All right. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, this has been I quite. Like this. this has been quite the episode that we had here. Quite a quite a range of emotions. Have you ever made like penises in like? <laughs> no, 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 no. I forget what they're called. What? I saw a video by Rooster Teeth where they were editing videos, and while the video is like rendering, they would go in the audio software and try to make a dick-shaped voice thing. What do you call like these lines? Like, I, fuck if I know. It, but they look like a dick. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try. Ah. Uh... No, wow, that not even Oh close. my god, that was so bad. Oh, not gotta, even close. I gotta do lo- I gotta do longer, okay? God, Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ. I gotta go super long for that. This has been a fucking <laughs> shit what a what a fucking shitty ass episode this has been. This went completely off the rails. <sighs> what what do you expect? What are we gonna do? Are we super professional like Joe Rogan or someone? No! Like- but I'm okay. no, but I was one more shot, one more chance. I'll make it good. Uh... Oh my god, that's just pure white. No, that's just yeah, no, that's just pure sound. Well, I gotta be quieter then. Uh... That doesn't even look like it. Okay, we just, just skip up. It, it, it works. I promise you, it works if you do it right. You know, and what? it looks like a the balls, shaft, and then head.
you know what? Maybe you should go home and practice it. And then come back. And then next time you do, in next episode two, we can start off the podcast with it. Episode two, you better be ready, people. All right. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening to this podcast. Have like a name for our fans, like 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 a PewDiePie army. You know, like or like remember like people would like call like their fans like something army. Yeah. Like BTS has the army. You know. Yeah. Well, what? Do you have a a name for our our fans? No, no fucking clue. Real ass people. (laughs) It was a real. People. I. You know what? I think the people should decide. I think the people should decide what they what they want. Pee-poo-poo. You say pee-pee-poo-poo? Pee-poo-poo. Pee-poo-poo? Yeah. P-O-P-L-E. Because if you pronounce every letter in people, it's P-O-P-L-E. Well, <laughs> if you like this episode, <laughs> give it a like. Share it with your friends and family. Uh, you can follow us. You can follow the show on Instagram at Just Barely Podcast. If you want to follow me, you can follow my Instagram at lclaseri or on Twitter at lclaseri25. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, my my Instagram and Twitter is the same. It's Ryan O'Hara J. Uh, give, me, give me follows and like my pictures and comment. Yeah, and if you have any comments or suggestions, feel, please feel free to comment. Comment, comment on my photos. Um, maybe one day we'll have this on, like, Apple Apple Podcasts and Spotify, but it's about to turn into the Howard Stern show. I'm telling you, it's gonna blow up. This is gonna this is gonna go nuclear. I'm yeah. telling you, we're about to go crazy. We're about to go insane shopping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye.